0: From Fox 8 Sports, you're listening to
1: Fox 8 Overtime.
2: From Fox 8 Studios in New Orleans, welcome into Overtime, the podcast for all things sports, all things Louisiana, and everything in between. Alongside Juan Kate and John Bennett on the ones and twos, I'm Chris Hagan. Today we are talking a weird Saints win in Atlanta. Weird because it got weird at the end. But first... A quick request and reminder to subscribe to the podcast. Also, please rate and review it to help us spread the word. And if you want to get in touch with us, hit us up on the Final Play app. I'm sure it will be buzzing because, again, weird, ugly finish. The Saints win 26-18. to At one point, it was 26-9 to in the fourth quarter. And it was unnecessarily close because of, honestly, a lack of execution in a team that looked like they could sleepwalk to the finish and and think they'd be okay, but Atlanta really kept bringing the fight.
0: Was it that weird, or is this just what we've come to expect from Thursday games?
2: Uh, Man, you could say that if it was like a last-second field goal to put the Saints up by eight, or, you know, they didn't have a, a lead like this, but it's weird because of the lack of execution. Like, the hands team looked like they were absolutely clueless, and I say that... They got lackadaisical and sleptwalk because Sean Payton, with 10.55 to go on third and 10, calls an Alvin Kamara run to set them up for a Will Lutz field goal and put them up 26-9. to nine. I, I guess I get it in a sense that you take the three points and you build on your lead and you make it a 17-point advantage and take a little bit of pressure off, but... Uh, with Drew Brees and Michael Thomas and Jared Cook and Alvin Kamara go for the first down and put a touchdown on the board and really seal the game. Um, defensively, they did their job enough. I mean, they they outside of the penalties, Cam Jordan had uh, four sacks and you know twice in the last couple drives, you've got Cam Jordan getting a sack and then Eli Apple getting a penalty to bail him out. I think that one led to Falcons' points. And then you've got on the even the last one, uh, you had a a sack by Sheldon Rankins, that was erased by a Demario Davis hands to the face penalty, and then luckily Cam Jordan came through with another sack. I mean they were just teeing off on Matt Ryan at he the end nine there. Nine
0: sacks tonight. Yeah.
2: But goodness, man, it just didn't have to come to all of that. Well,
0: penalties, and I'll give you another one: dropped balls. Yeah. I mean Jared Cook dropped a touchdown. Yep. Uh, And there were a couple first-down conversions.
2: Yep, Michael Thomas with an uncharacteristic drop near the first-down marker. Um, Alvin Kamara had one. It was really good coverage by Debo, but it hit him smack in the hands. Um, Just a a weird game. And and, and from that sense, the uncharacteristic drops and some of the sloppiness, and I guess you can put that on Thursday night, but um, to the point that we made during our tailgate show before the game and that we've been making all week, penalties, that is – in this team's identity, another game there. with a hundred plus yards and penalties, a lot of them coming from Eli Apple. Three pass interference calls on him. He's got five of those this year. That leads the league. That's that's bad. That's bad.
1: Um. Yeah. I mean, this, this should have been a game this should. Hey, Juan. Hi there, Chris. Welcome to the show. The Saints. This should have game. Game should never have been close. You know, and and I I look back on the balls that were dropped. Jared Cook dropping the ball right in his basket in the end zone, the and ones. then he had the. Had the deep pass on from Breeze yeah. on the sideline right through his fingers. You know, one of the one of the complaints about him before he got here was that as good as he can be sometimes, he's inconsistent other times. Doesn't catch balls, he should. And a perfect example of that tonight. I didn't like the – I thought it was a very conservative game, game of play calling for Sean Payton. Uh, it's almost like he was trying to force feed Alvin Kamara and kind of get him going. And I feel like it, it – Every now and then, Kamara would break something a little bit more than five yards. Other times, I mean, balls are being thrown to him, putting him in bad position.
2: Deion uh, Jones has his
1: number. He, well, he does, but, but but I think that, you know, this team it was so conservative with their play calling. Like, everything was like five yards and then passing. There was, there was really nothing, hardly, very very few times they go beyond 15 yards in a throw, I thought. And everything was like within 10 yards, catch the ball, try to beat a man, and we've seen this year that Kamara's not beating a lot of guys one-on-one right now for whatever the reason it well, is. Well, Deion Jones is the reason. Well, but I'll,
0: I'll give you one. On, on Kamara, Latavius Murray, four carries for two yards. And and Chris said it in one of his keys to the game during tailgate. Sure did. Run the ball. I that agree. simple. Don't forget to run the ball. And they gave Kamara 11 carries for 61. But with the lead that they had in the second half, give Latavius Murray the ball – and we would see – I got. I mean, I know Grady Jarrett was having a big game on the inside of the line, but I think that more often than not, you would see Latavius Murray have a game like he had in Chicago, a game like he had um, – what was the other one? The Cardinals game. Am I putting those two together? Yeah. It, it was Bears and Cardinals. Yeah. Both like 150 yards each game.
2: He – four carries, two yards – Um, Taysom Hill had the big carries I mean those are the running yards Kamaras came on I think a 24 yard long run tonight and he had another one I think that was about 9 to 11 yards ish so they came in in lumps it was just it was not a big offensive output I mean Breeze 18 and 30 184 yards and a touchdown Uh, Michael Thomas's 100 yard streak done his uh, eight-catch catch streak done. Yep, six catches, 48 yards. And, look, these are just stats. At the end of the day, the Saints did win. They win the division. Um, most important, they're 10-2, and two, and they're still in the hunt. But it's just, like Juan said, it, it, it had a chance to be better, especially when you look at the start. You look at the block punt. You look at the, the, the early touchdown. And then, even before halftime, getting that one from Taysom Hill, um, and you're up big at half. It just had – the Saints had the chance to slam the door. And it's been the story of the season, as I think all of us said, sitting in here watching the game. They leave teams in it. You left another team in it. You left the Panthers in it a week ago, and you leave the, the Saints in it – or, excuse me, you leave the Falcons in it. In Atlanta, better teams are going to beat them if they do this.
1: It's one of the things I brought up, to Deuce McAllister, on um – um. Was a month we did the Monday, show Monday, yeah. with and I think Monday I think show. we talked about oh, it on game plan. And I it's said, I said, you know, it seems this seems like a team that has a problem with killer mentality. You know, they got the foot on the neck of a team, and they don't just put them away. And there's another example. Deuce didn't agree with it, and I'm telling you, this is another example. If something happens with this football team when they start get they get going, they get up, they relax, and all of a sudden they got to start back up again. The the, the consistency, I, I was just kind of really disappointed in the play calling that with Sean Payton. I agree with you. Davis Murray needs to touch the ball more than four times because he's shown over the last four or five weeks that he can be a good running back for you and give you balance in the running game, and then it helps Kamara out a little bit. Again, I still think they were kind of force-feeding Alvin, trying to get him going. He's, he's not, he hasn't been the player this year that he was last year. Of course not.
0: Well, but, they, they couldn't get him the ball in the receiving game because of – Debo Jones. No, Four I no, I understand yards. it, but my, that's my point. I yeah. thought they were force-feeding him.
1: Mm-hmm. When you have Latavius Murray there, um, that third down and 10 call where they gave him the ball, the, the little running run play to the left, I mean, that, that's conservative. I just thought it was a really conservative game plan by Sean Payne. I didn't really care much for it. And, uh, and I'm getting kind of tired of hearing him say, on a play that's, that doesn't work well, you know, that's on me. I should have a stupid play call. But you know, you, you're better than that. I mean, it's what we wanted—the premier pre- play calls in the NFL—and I think he's been off his game the last few weeks as well. So, it,
2: it felt weird uh, in a sense that, especially early, it looked like we were about to see Sean Payton have one of those games where he was in his bag and rolling. I mean, the, I loved the the calls early—the shovel pass to Taysom, Taysom Hill. Yeah. Um, the play action play to him. Um, obviously, the, the the touchdown run he had was was you know used in the right situation and really blocked well. And then all of a sudden things just fell flat. And and I think <coughs> having not heard Peyton talk about it as we're doing this podcast, we haven't heard his post game comments yet. But I think there there are obviously things that when you have two backup. Linemen on the left side at, at left guard with Nick Easton and that left tackle with Patrick Omame. <coughs> there are certain things you're going to feel more comfortable doing and certain things you're going to feel not as comfortable doing. It's it's like when we saw <coughs> Josh Hill missing a couple weeks ago and it was a big difference in that game of a lot of calls that you usually have with Josh Hill and plays you can run with him, especially as good of a blocker he is that you don't have. So we could take that into consideration that <coughs> excuse me that the Saints may not be at, at, at full strength and obviously aren't with that offensive line, but I don't think that's a reason for the offense to be as flat as it was. certainly it wasn't to
1: tonight game. because the offensive line, all things considered, played really well with with missing the whole left side of your offensive line. They didn't get – Breeze didn't get sacked once. They gave a little yeah. bit of help on the left side of the line with Chip every now and then. For the most part, Oma May played pretty well, and I thought um, um, you couldn't have asked for more out of him Considering being thrown in the situation. No, and and they did a good – I mean,
0: we criticized Sean Payton's play calling on a few things, but I think they did a good job of – they did have some nice run plays to the right side. The protection, obviously, they were able to give Drew Brees time, and then you saw them run the screen pass. I thought that was a good play call. And like Chris said, early on the play call was there. I'll ask a question on the defensive side. Why was Eli Apple on Calvin
1: Ridley – if Marshawn Lattimore is healthy, so I wonder just uh, how how concerned they were about his health, uh, tissue injuries. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you
0: can go, you got to be able to go.
1: I agree. You from can't put that I out agree. there half
2: halfway. From I what agree. they said on the broadcast, that was a matter of, I think Marshawn Lattimore was always going to be good to go in this game in the Saints' eyes. So the plan was to have him on Julio. So they they said they had Eli Apple studying Calvin Ridley. So you put him there because you felt confident in him. And look. <clears throat> From a mental standpoint, maybe that's saying, you know, you don't want to break a guy's confidence down. Like, okay, we we planned for you to have you on Ridley, but now that we don't have to have you on Ridley, we're just going to go ahead and give it to the better corner.
1: So, what does it say later on when they take him off of Ridley? <laughs> well, that
2: that that's I mean, that's yeah, on you yeah, though. Like, I they, agree, they yeah. gave him every chance, yeah. but he showed that he could not effectively cover him. He couldn't get his head ar- his head around and and make plays on those balls. I mean, those weren't even. Well-thrown balls. He wasn't even that out of position. No. He just didn't get the head around and Ridley comes back for the pass. And that's going to be called 110% yeah. of the time. Um, so, yeah, and, and I get what you're saying, John. I mean, I, I would have moved Lattimore there right away because you know that's going to be the guy that, that Matt Ryan looks for. And honestly, It didn't take
0: long to see how that was going to no. unfold.
2: I mean, when he saw 25 on 18, he's going to 18.
1: I, I'm thinking that we should probably, think we should probably be thankful that uh, Julio Jones did not play tonight. Because <laughs> if Jones plays, obviously he and he and, uh, Lattimore are going to cancel each other out. And then it's it's Ridley going one-on-one against Elon yep. Apple. Well, maybe long. they would
0: have kept their foot on the gas if, if they had known that Julio Jones was on the other side.
1: Maybe you should know. keep
2: your foot on the gas either way because it's the NFL.
0: I'll say this. I asked the question earlier about Thursdays. And obviously a lot of Saints fans are going to be looking ahead to a pivotal game in the race for the number one seed in the NFC against the 49ers on uh, sunday december 8th now 10 days away when the niners played on thursday night really similar they were beating the cardinals who we've seen here in new orleans not that good of a team they were beating the cardinals 28 to 14 in the fourth quarter and they let the cardinals back in the game field goal and then a touchdown to make it 28 25 with five minutes left so they had to stave off the cardinals with five minutes left so these Thursday night games sometimes they just get a little weird. I think there's probably a fatigue factor. And um, I'll even I say, don't doubt that. I'll yeah. even say this: Do you have time to practice your
1: onside kicks during a short week? Well, I don't think you have time to practice. Well, you do. Everything's walkthrough. Peyton already talked about it. it's all walk-through. There's No fat, full speed. There. It's all walk-through. It looked
2: like they never, they didn't know what an onside kick was. Yeah, I agree, <laughs> but, but having, having rules, said that, you that. How it's,
1: it's, it's a short week, but the weeks leading up to that. If you haven't learned how to how to handle uh, onside kicks the weeks leading up to that, doing working over the last three days ain't going to help you. Either you know but how just, to do but, it or but you but the, 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 And you don't. But I like am. the freshness, here I, I guess. Here I am
0: defending the fact that they couldn't field an onside kick. It, it, it wasn't a good look, but I'll say this. It's a very minor detail of who's taking the ball, what's the timing, the rhythm. I mean, you need some rhythm. Yeah. You need some chemistry with the guys who are fielding versus blocking. It's... I, I don't, I don't even, want to like make an excuse for it because it didn't look good. I
2: don't even want to put it on fatigue because that defensive line did not look fatigued. They looked like they were, could still play another quarter the way they were killing yeah. that offensive line in the <clears throat> late in the game and getting after Matt well, Ryan.
0: Well, after Cam Jordan talked all sorts of trash leading into the first Falcons game and they got shut out that one, it was long overdue.
2: Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know, man. I, I think there was a number of issues. I think that they're they're off offensively, um, and it could just be one game. I mean, this was the first game it really looked like they weren't getting the ball to Michael Thomas as effectively, and Kamara wasn't making quite as many things happen, and, and they had some drops. That can happen on a Thursday night.
1: Um, I will say that about I, that, Chris. I, they weren't getting the ball to Thomas, but... What we've been asking for all year long is who is going to be that other guy to step up, and tonight no one really did. No. That's what bothers you. I
2: The, the thing I was about to tweet before – I think it was before the second onside kick recovery, maybe before even the first. I was just going to say survival. I mean, this these games on Thursday nights are about survival. They're about coming off of a short week, getting the win, and then taking advantage of the extra rest. Yeah. <clears throat> and they survived, but it was sloppy again. And as Coach Payton said the other day when he talked to the field banner, in a short week there are so many things you are crunching into a short time span. Y- you don't have time to do this big self-study and look at everything you want to look at, I think. I I don't know. I mean, unless you just up for 72 hours, maybe you can and yet they hours. broke
0: out some new portions of the Taysom Hill playbook. They did. Now, that being said, they could have installed that a long time ago and just kind of well, – again, they, they don't walk through. Says, us. Yeah, we're going to break this yeah. out for the Thursday something night game. New. Let's stash it until then.
2: Either way, I think I think it's it's just got to get cleaned up. Um, it's got to get cleaned up before the next game. And I think something. that's the issue. Cause cause that, is that game is upon them now. It's,
0: <laughs> it's the fact that it's issues we've seen again and again. It's not that it was a Thursday night game and – a couple things slip through the cracks. It's the same issues that we yeah. have seen plague them both in their wins and in the loss to the, the Falcons. The, the, two biggest,
1: the two biggest things to look for in this San Fran game are simple. Offensive line on the left side and penalties. These penalties are going uh, to end up ruining the rest of their season, ruining what they, what they want to do for the rest of their season. They, they got, they, and I don't, it's not going to get fixed. They keep talking about we've got to fix it, got to fix it, got to fix it. As you said earlier, Chris, it is who they are. I mean, the pass interference is just, that is what it is.
0: But the Marshawn Lattimore uh, personal foul in the early going, that was
2: – That was unnecessary. Was no that. The Cam Jordan block in the back on Matt Ryan was also unnecessary. And that, that could have made a big position. difference, yeah. Um. So, things to get cleaned up. I'm, I'm going through some of the questions that you guys have submitted in the final play app. And there are a lot of what we talked about. I'll just read a couple of them. Quinzel from Angie, Louisiana asks, Is there any real is there a real serious concern in the Saints secondary with all the PI penalties? <coughs> to that I would say yes. I mean that's that's an issue. Outside of Marshawn Lattimore, there have been a lot of guys flagged for him, and unfortunately that's become an identity of Eli Apple. Um I believe he was the most penalized player in twenty eighteen. I know he's got the most PI calls. I don't know if he's the most penalized player, but Certainly, he's, he's in the top, top few in the league. I think Man. the
0: only solution to that is to get more pass rush. You didn't see the P.I. penalties. I mean, if, if you get to the quarterback, then you don't have to worry about the ball getting thrown out. Yeah, that's, that's
2: true, but at some point, balls are going to get thrown at you. Yeah, and, and too many times, it's happened to Eli Apple. There was, there was one play where I think we looked at each other, John, and said it was a, it was a Matt Ryan under pressure, and he throws it down the field. And I said, I would have just thrown it at 25. Yeah. At that point, like I, I'm not throwing it out of bounds. I'm throwing it over 25 and seeing what I can get called. I agree. You might as well try it.
0: Yeah, the old Joe Flacco strategy.
2: Uh, Henry from Homa says thanks, defense. I think the Saints need practice recovering onside kicks. Every team will try it now. That is three lost. I think. No, no uh, denying that. We talked about that a little bit. Tonight. Those
0: were some very unique kicks. They were really good Yang kicks. So credit to him. He had to miss field goals early. I'll say this. Will Lutz, I, I don't I don't know if we can sing his praises enough. Four for four tonight, last week with the walk-off kick. Um, sometimes you watch these games and you see another kicker have a night like Koo did tonight, and it's just painful
1: to watch. So,
0: Saints fans, be happy you have Will Lutz, and you don't have to think twice. It wasn't that long
1: games. ago the Saints couldn't keep a kicker. <laughs> Yeah, And and (laughs) And now now they they said,
2: you know what? We're going to give Will Lutz a $20 million contract and make you earn every penny. Go win us games. Uh
0: huh. Best kick and workout Sean Payton's ever seen.
2: We're going to save Drew Brees' arm and let you just kick your leg off.
1: Going to be playing in the league long after I've retired. Yep, all those things. All of the above. They are right so far.
2: Uh, Last one, Randolph from Vatchery asks, good evening, good evening. Hello. Good evening, Randolph. Well, he
1: says. Oh, Oh, okay, guys. Good evening, Randolph. He
2: says, good evening. <laughs> Manners, man. Manners matter. Uh, the win tonight puts us in home field, and what would it take for us to get everyone healthy for the playoff run? So, Randolph, I'll say this. that It gives them at least one home game by winning the NFC South. They still have work to do if they want the first round by. They still have work to do and... Yeah, they still have work to do. Definitely,
0: I mean, there's to
2: to get the first overall seat as well. If they beat the 49ers and win out, they got it.
0: That's they, just it. They control. Their they control their destiny. destiny. They would have
2: head-to-head head over the Niners. Um, depending on what would happen with Seattle and San Francisco, say Seattle finishes uh, with as a two-loss team in the NFC West, they would also have the head-to-head over the Seahawks. Um, and so, if they went out, then they would have it because. Green Bay has 3 losses, the Saints just have 2. That's the bottom line and that's the goal and that is why after a win on the road on Thursday night football, this podcast sounds like they lost. They won, yeah. but it sounds it like f- they lost because there like are
0: LSU Ole Miss podcast. There
2: are mistakes being made that have to be corrected. I think
1: it's the expectation that we have at this football. Absolutely. I mean, that's what yeah. Absolutely. I mean. When it, at the end of the day, and I, we always say it all the time, you get to Week 17, doesn't matter how you won these games and by how much, only that you did win them. But the optics of it are not great. We, we want them to look good winning. Well, th- we want the, the offense to run smoothly, the defense to be dominant, and the special teams to be special. And all three areas tonight had their own problems, but the defense was the best thing on the field.
2: And that's just it. It's, you nailed it with expectations because so 2017 – The expectations weren't there. They go 0-2 to start the season, come out with their hair on fire, go on this win streak, um, make a serious run in the playoffs, right? 2018, you're expected to build on that. You get a a step further, you get robbed with a call. But then this training camp, how many times did we talk about how businesslike this team looked? And for most of their games this year, they've looked very businesslike. Since that Cardinals game, it's just been... Dicey at times. Struggle.
0: What um, happened on that bye week?
2: Yeah, what happened on that they bye week? They need to keep playing. The, now, the, the Buccaneers game in Tampa was a, was a business-like one, and that was the one where I thought they, they bounced back. But, you know, a week ago they leave – not even a week ago, four days ago, they leave Carolina in it, and then tonight against the Falcons they leave that in it. So Shout-out
0: to um, Matt Ryan. Have a James Winston-like night tonight. Uh, Thirty-five of fifty, and they still yards, only lost two touchdowns, by eight. Two interceptions and a fumble. Jameis Winston loves that stat that, line.
2: That is a serious Jameis Winston stat <laughs> line. And if any other quarterback were to do that a, with a better defense or a better team, they still could have beaten the Saints tonight. That's um, the issue.
0: Saints uh, in the locker room tonight with the NFC South champion T-shirts that say "The South is not enough." That speaks to the expectations. Uh, Don't prove it. A couple other things coming out of the post-game. Uh, our own Sean Fazan tweeting out that Peyton on hands team issues quote, it's embarrassing. Not the first time we've dealt with it. So there's his stance on that. And that, I mean, he was infuriated on the
1: sidelines.
2: If there's a silver lining, it's that these are being exposed now and that there are still motivation. And it is one thing to say that the South is not enough and to state the goals that you have and, and say that every week. But now we have seen that the saints have some serious flaws with penalties and, Eli Apple at times, and um, the hands team, obviously, and, you know, it's just some offensive quirks to work out, I guess, injuries. But there are things that they need to get better at, and I think when you can look at the film and point to a lot of specific things, that's the best way to knock knock back the the relaxed attitude and say we still have a lot of work to do.
1: Well, that and the fact if you look around, you've got a lot of teams that look just like you record-wise almost. I mm-hmm. mean from Green Bay to Minnesota, all these teams are a game back of you, a game and a half right now, and, and you're still chasing San Francisco. You're hoping that they can lose, and then you beat them inside the dome, uh, either or, or both. So I think that's, the, to me, that should be the, if, if, if getting better in a lot, a lot of different areas is, is priority one, then 1A is look around you. Because if you don't get your you-know-what together, these other four teams are going to pass you. and. Then you go into the playoffs, and all of a sudden, the everything that you were in control of, you're no longer in control of. You're heading on the road for a cold January playoff game. And
2: there are there are tough games left, man. There are some difficult games. There are tough games. You're talking about San Francisco, obviously. Uh, I don't have the schedule. A surging
0: I, Titans team. <laughs> the Titans. The yeah. Colts
1: team that can be tough. Titans
2: on the road is not going to be easy. That's going to be Colts a tricky game. That's
1: the next to the last game before they go to Carolina. You
2: still got you still got Carolina on the road to end yeah. the year, and I. I I would expect this team to have to go through week six or week 17, unlike previous years. There are not many
0: scenarios where they could clinch the number one seed
1: by December 22nd.
2: No, no, they would, they would need. You would need some
0: collapsing around you.
1: You I mean, I I, I could see San Francisco struggling in there on their their track. They got. Yeah, I mean, but their Baltimore. struggles
0: are going to mirror Seattle's success because of I mean those two play
2: right. Yeah. You would need Baltimore to obviously beat San Fran, That's and these are just scenarios game. I think off the top yeah. of my head. You would need Baltimore to do that. You um, need
0: Minnesota to beat the Packers, but then you also need Minnesota to lose down the line.
2: Yeah. Bottom line, the Saints control their destiny.
0: They have the tiebreaker over Seattle, and they can get the tiebreaker over San Francisco. Just don't, and don't that just leaves Green Bay and don't Minnesota. count
2: on help. You know, like don't yeah. don't count on help.
0: Win out, and you're the number one seed. 14-2, that's all you can ask for.
1: Yeah, playing home would be great, but, man, any team that comes in here is going to be a really good team. Yeah. The the NFC, to me, is far and above better outside yeah. of outside of Baltimore, and obviously the Patriots, far and way better than the AFC, what, they, what they're bringing to the table. Yep. I mean. Watch out for Kansas City.
2: Complete teams.
1: Yeah, Kansas, good offense, but their defense is not very good. Yeah. I, they're just not a complete team. I just –
2: They've lost some close games, but won some games with Matt Moore as well. So a lot to look forward to, but a lot to clean up for the black and gold. That's going to do it for us for now. Uh, Before you guys go, a quick request and reminder to subscribe to the podcast. Also, please rate and review it to help us spread the word. Tell your friends. And if you want to get in touch with us, use the Final Play app. I just heard that email noise. That's probably another question coming in. Question
0: or getting something off the chest.
2: Yeah. Either or we'll take both, um, but we will get to more of these questions and concerns. Preferably uh,
0: in a question format.
2: Preferably in a question format. You can send a comment. I like it's the tough to. I like use. the angry comments too.
0: That's true. Not too angry. Not too angry. Keep especially it clean. if they're late at night and I wake up to we that. We love the kids. That's not pleasant. Keep it clean. But our photographer Edmund, loves all of them. And the he lets us better. know. He he, he goes through a lot of better. them
2: too. So yeah, hit us up on the app. Um, We'll take your questions, spread the word, tell your friends, get the podcast out there because we love doing them for you guys. For now, that's going to do it for us. We'll talk to you next time on Overtime. At Kiesler Federal Credit Union, if it's important to you, it's important to us. Here, you're more than a customer. You're a member. And we're more than a financial services provider. We're your financial partner with a genuine interest in your life. So, whether you want the best rate on a credit card for the things you love, a home loan for the people you love, or savings
0: and checking that work as hard as you do, we've got you covered. And that's a good thing.
1: From Fox 8 Sports, this has been Fox 8 Overtime.